Hello, 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 hello. Welcome back to the Fantasy Madness Podcast. With me, the Mad Chatter, Ryan MK. And do not forget to follow me on the Twitters and the Gram, as the kids say these days, at RMK Madness. That's right. That's right. Everybody have a good week. Good week? Good week? Me? Eh, not so bad. Not so bad here at the Mad House. Uh, you know, still spending lots of time at home. Mm-hmm. Lots of time at home. I actually just am getting ready to sign another lease on the townhouse. Now, see, the wife and I, we're wanting to try and get out into an actual house. Well, the pandemic's put a little bit of a hold on that. So we got to re-up one more year at the place we're staying, which isn't terrible. It's not terrible. It could be better, (laughs) but it could be much worse. So I'm not going to complain. We got another year here. That's fine. Another year to save up. Get ready for a big move. So it's all good. It's all good. But with the signing of the new lease came an inspection. So, of course, I had to go through and deep clean the shit out of the place this week to get ready for this inspection. And really, I'm sure I didn't have to because I'm a bit of a neat freak anyway. A little bit OCD, if you will, about the shit, as a matter of fact. Um, I tend to pick up people's plates for them. Like, I get done eating, I just hang around, and when somebody else gets a plate, they're done eating, I just pick it up, take it to the... Because I don't want to see it sitting there. And not everybody likes to get up and take their shit to the kitchen. I don't know. It's OCD. I'm weird. I'm mad. But my point is, it was likely plenty clean enough before I did my quote-unquote deep cleaning. I'm sure it wouldn't have been a problem. And to be honest, when the inspector got here, which was really just one of the people that works at uh, the realty place, because it's, it's, somebody owns it, and then I'm, I don't know how it works, but this lady shows up. Very nice. But she shows up. And not a whole lot. I mean, I had told her about a bit of a bug problem, because uh, we found some termites. <laughs> which I chuckle, because I don't know the place. <laughs> Like, and, and to be honest, to be fair, when we got here, when we first moved in, they had to have a bunch of shit replaced. It's like, how did you not get this shit done before people moved in? And it's just kind of ridiculous. You know, everything seems a little half-ass. So I don't know. I can't feel bad too much because... I don't feel like they necessarily live up to that end of the bargain, if you know what I mean. But they came and take pic- took pictures of where the termites and stuff are at, and and that was basically it. She walked upstairs for a second, but that was it. I showed her where the bugs, where I saw the bugs. She took pictures. That was it, basically, of the inspection. <laughs> Which the inspection was made before the, the, well, the time, the day, whatever, appointment, if you will, was made for the inspection before I mentioned the bugs. So I'm not sure, I'm not sure. It was weird. I felt like she'd do a little more looking around. And even so, again, it was probably plenty fucking clean before, but I had to fucking do it anyway. That was my sweatshirt. Not, the zipping was my sweatshirt. Because sometimes the cord from my 
headphones just be dangling and playing on the little, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? So, where the hell was I at? <laughs> Is it the train derailed already? It can't be possible. It's not possible for the train to be railed, derailed already. I'm trying to delay, if, if you want me to be honest, to get to the, the sound effect because I didn't have it ready because I'm slacking. And even though it's past the moment and it's a little late, we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> oh, goodness. What are we doing here? I have started off a rough one. <laughs> but anyway, and the inspector did have a mask. We were all wearing them inside the house, trying to be safe, trying to be careful. I mean, is it so hard to wear? But it's going to be awfully tough to have sports. If people continue to ignore science, much like the White House. They're really pushing for sports and school and all that shit, but they're not doing a whole lot of listening to experts. Instead, they're saying things like, uh, shouldn't let the CDC be the reason we don't go back to school. We shouldn't let science be the reason we don't reopen school. <laughs> um, huh? Huh? What? Hey? A really good guy to follow if you want to get some entertainment out of this whole crazy mess that is the United States right now. Check out Brent Terhune. He's a comedy. He's a comedy. Are you fucking kidding me? He's a comedian. You and suck, you jackass. Thanks. Thanks. I know. We're starting out rough. Hey, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Anyway, Brent Terhune is a comedian, not a comedy a comedian and he does some very good satirical is that satire work work that is satire i can't say the other word i'm sorry i promise i'm not an idiot but i cannot satirical say say fuck it anyway check his shit out it's pretty pretty funny you get a good laugh i promise promise all right i think we're gonna do a little news because there's a little bit going on in the NFL. Fucking Washington. Oh, my goodness. Oh, they are in trouble. They're in trouble. This is why those, you know, part minority owners wanted the fuck out of there. Why? Or is it minority? Majority? But this is why the other owners wanted the fuck out of there. Apparently, there's some... Bad stuff been going on in Washington. Apparently, cheerleaders are getting pimped out. And, uh, yeah, it doesn't sound like uh, Daniel Snyder. Well, we pretty much knew he was a piece of shit. But it also sounds like uh, Jay Gruden can go ahead and join him on that piece of shit train. (laughs) If this is all true, we'll see. But there's a lot of stuff. Just look into it, man. There's a lot of stuff there. Allegations up the ass. And they are trying to change their fucking team name. This is all just, I wouldn't be surprised if they just blew that shit up. Like, new owner, new team name, just everything. (sighs) But nobody's listening to my foreskin suggestion. It's quite frustrating. I've mentioned it several times on Twitter. I don't see hashtag Washington foreskins trending. 
I'm very fucking disappointed. Because it should be. (sighs) But such is life. Not all that should happen does happen, right? (laughs) Derrick Henry got paid like a mofo. Four years, 50 million. Not too shabby, man. Now, is this good news or bad news for running backs? Because are teams starting to, you know, give in and give to these, you know, Henry getting paid? We'll have to see what happens with Cook and Kamara. But now you go, you got to wonder, like, because with Derrick Henry, I mean, let's face it, this doesn't change his age, right? Because you're still, the, the running backs, they have a much shorter shelf life. You just got to think of that in fantasy. You got you to think about that in football. And that's just the way that it is. And on the other hand, Henry getting paid does give you that sense of security a little bit with him as a player because he is going to be in Tennessee and they're going to use him. And Derrick Henry in particular is a bit of a freak. So I could see Derek, someone like Derrick Henry withstanding a little bit more of a workload, having a little bit longer career. Maybe. We'll see. He just seems a little more durable just because he's a fucking monster. (laughs) I still will never forget, man. Was it last year, the year before, where he had that run down the sideline? I think it was two years ago on a Thursday night, something like that. And his eyes were just about to pop out of his head. They were just, I know, I tried to do it once and my lips are too dry, so I had to... Went him up and tried again. But they about popped right out of his fucking head. They were so wide. He's just trucking along. Monster. I like me some Derrick Henry. <laughs> but yeah, we'll have to see what happens with Cook and Kamara because, uh, you know, McCaffrey got paid, Zeke got paid. And, you know, it, it was starting to look like that, you know, some of these guys aren't going to get paid, like Aaron Jones, Leonard Fournette. So. It's more the same. The top ones, they're going to get their money to stay on their teams. But regardless, I don't know about you, but I'm still hanging on to that running backs are fragile. Because they are. It is not that I don't like running backs. I love running backs. The problem is you got to try and aim for them when they're younger. Because they just don't have the shelf life. And as they get older, you just don't know when it's going to be the year that they just... So I try and get them as young as I possibly can. You know what I mean? That sounds terrible, by the way. (laughs) No! No, I know. I didn't mean it. (laughs) But you do. That's what you want to do, in my humble opinion. We got some franchise-tagged players that uh, did not get deals. Dak, A.J. Green, Hunter Henry. And I think all of them are content playing it out like that because I think A.J. Green wants the fuck out of Cincinnati. And they won't trade his ass. So he's like, all right, we'll do the franchise tag. There's no way in hell you're going to franchise tag me again. So I'm going to beat feet out of town. And that's what I think will happen next year. Also, Kenny Stills out there, his name, because he got arrested for protesting. Apparently, the group was told to clear the way. And if they didn't clear the area they were in, they would start getting arrested. And uh, there you go. What's missed is how much good 
Kenny Stills has done for communities, for every community he's played in. He was a Man of the Year winner and donated his money to charity. He got all the players in Miami when he, when he, when he, well, yeah, worked. (laughs) But when he was on that team, he got all the Miami players to vote. He works with law enforcement to try and get better relationship with communities. He has a mental health foundation. Like, this is a dude, this is a dude doing a lot of good stuff, man. And unfortunately, got arrested for protesting, which is bullshit, if you ask me. That's not America. And some will say, well, should have moved when the cops said move. Is that what we're doing? Like, free public spaces, we aren't allowed to just stand there and protest no more? We gotta move? That's not right. Doesn't sound like America. It's funny how some people like to use certain things for their narrative, but not apply it to everyone. Funny how that works. But Kenny Stills, man, good dude. Doing a lot of good, good stuff for wherever he's playing, man. Whatever community he's a part of, he does good. So I think we should celebrate that instead of thinking about how he got arrested. Because personally, it's bullshit why he got arrested anyway. In my fucking opinion. Fucking. In my fucking opinion. (sighs) Okay. So today, today... We got some good stuff in the madness. Well, I guess that would be a debate. You see, I want to talk about guillotine leagues. Yes, again. Yes, again. I know I've had a podcast discussing guillotine league stuff, and I've mentioned it on a couple of others. But you know what? Again, it's one of my favorite shits, okay? And I'm trying to get people more into it. And you know what? It's going to start to get a lot easier because the man, Paul Charchin, If you don't know who that is, I don't know what to say to you. Paul Charchin and some fellas have started up a Guillotine Leagues website. GuillotineLeagues.com I am officially a member of the inaugural league on the site. They had done some, you know, test runs and stuff like that. But uh, I joined up the league at the top. And hey, we were the first to all pay and get drafting, we are the inaugural league. And I'm part of that. That's fucking cool. Thank you, Mr. Paul Charchin. But this shit is, it's awesome. Okay, we're about uh, five rounds deep. I kind of like what I'm doing with my team personally. And hey, we'll get into that eventually. But the site is quite beautiful. And it's pretty easy to navigate and Probably one of my favorite things about it is it's got it on a six-hour timer, right? So slow draft, six-hour timer, and you can see the timer when you're in the draft room. It's just right there. Bam! And it's great. I just pop in the draft every once in a while, check out and see who's – because it's a guillotine league, 17 teams, so 17 people drafting. And I just pop in every once in a while, see whose turn it is, see where they're at on the clock. It's quite fun. It's quite nice. I really enjoy this app. And they got some chat features and stuff like that on there. And I can only imagine it's just going to grow and grow over time. And it's cool to be a part of like the beginning of that. It's very cool. It's very, very cool. So with with that said, we're going to take a quick pause and get into the madness where we'll discuss 
Guillotine Leagues, my friends. And guillotineleagues.com. That's right. That's right. So quick breather, and we'll be back. What the fuck? Welcome to the madness. And just so you know, for anybody who might be new listening to this, it, it, it just means the middle of the podcast. It's the meat. The meat of the episode, where I dive into my main topic. I like to get a little intro going, a little outro going, and in the middle, the meat, which I refer to as the madness. Because, you know, it's part of the brand. I had to keep the brand shit going. Mad chatter, fantasy madness, mad caps, that's you, the listeners, and the mad house, where I live. And, and of course, then you have to go into... I lost my fucking train of thought again. <laughs> Oh shit. oh shit moving on moving on to guillotine leagues now once again paul charchins and his friends new site guillotineleagues.com check it out check it out they have a uh, they got different prices different um time limits as far as picks for the draft like the one i joined was a six hour time limit for the draft Slow draft, six-hour time limit, uh, $15 buy-in, okay? And they had like a $50 buy-in, $100 buy-in. They had some two-hour time limit drafts. I believe I saw one actual live draft, if I remember correctly. But again, very cool site. You pop on there, sign up, put a little money in your bank account, okay? And then... Fucking start browsing some leagues. Join one up. It's awesome. And if you've never done a guillotine league before, first of all, you have to. You must. It is a requirement to have the full amount of fun you can in fantasy football. It's just true. It's true. In the guillotine league, what happens is you want 16, 17 teams, right? You want a team for every week of the season. Now, I did one last year, my first one that I did last year, and that was 12, 14? No, 12, 14? <laughs> I think it was 14. I think it was 14 teams. So a few weeks shy. Yes, it was 14. I actually placed second. Man, and I tell you what, I had this fucking shit. And I'm sure if you've heard this, listen, been listening to me for a little while, you may have heard this story. But man, I had it nailed. I was up by about 40 points. The dude I was playing against had no fab, so he couldn't get anybody off the waiver wire. The third team that went out had some studs coming off, and I was going to get all of them. And I made sure just to place tons of bits on just the, like, he couldn't get anybody. So I had this star-studded lineup ahead, and they just crapped the bed. They just crapped the bed. And I got second instead of first. Like, dude took me out in the last week. He had a couple of guys go crazy. I think one of them was Kenyon Drake. <laughs> and they, 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 yeah. And all these guys I paid for, because I saved up my fab so that I could destroy it in the final weeks if I lasted, I hey, I played that as perfect as I could. And my guys just did not perform 
for me when I needed them to the most. <sighs> Damn shame, but I'm back with a vengeance this year. I'm in two guillotine leagues so far. One that, uh, well, a lot of the same people from the one I did last year, and this time we did get it to 16, so that was nice. And that, and this is the good thing about the guillotine website that Charging's done right here, because now you don't got to fuck around with settings. You don't got to fuck around with, like, they got it set up for you. You just go in and do the guillotine league rules. Whereas, you know, on our normal sites, I use a lot of flea flicker, okay? And that's because it's free. <laughs> and I really like how it, I find it very easy to navigate and to use. And, and I do a lot of, most of my leagues I commission. So I'm the commissioner. And I don't even know if that was right. I commission. Eh, works. Sounds right. Moving on. <laughs> But I'm the commissioner in a lot of my leagues, so it, and I really just like, I don't know, the way Flea Flicker's set up. But it does make it a little difficult if you want to do something like a guillotine league. It's certainly possible, but there are little tricks that you got to do to it. And I imagine it's like that with any site. If you're trying to do a different kind of league that's not the norm, it's something unique like a guillotine league, then I imagine, yeah, yeah, it's probably a little bit trickier to try and do that on a normal fantasy site so that's the beauty and brilliance to what charchin's done here is it gives you the site and it's already there it's all ready to go it's fantastic so moving on love the new site <laughs> i'm glad to be part of it highly recommend it yes 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 but you got 16 17 teams obviously in the guillotine league we're going the full 17 so all the way and it's a leaderboard, so it's a, it's points. You're not going head-to-head. Head. And it's total points accumulative. And what happens is, after the first week, whoever has the least amount of points is out. Right? And then it continues to go. And the point is, you really want to kill it and get near the top of that leaderboard so you don't have to try and use as much of your fab to save your ass. Because that's what happens. You start getting lower on the leaderboard, and then you're going to start having to spend that fab to get some good players to help get your ass back up the leaderboard. But I was pretty much sitting at the top of the leaderboard almost all year last year. Didn't spend that much fab till it got down there. And yeah, rest is history. But that's the point. This is 17 weeks. This is the full length of the football season, okay? This isn't like regular fantasy where regular season you're done by work 15 and then the playoffs. And then even then, most playoffs finish up at 16. No, this goes all 17 weeks. And it's very tricky. You got to figure what's the strategy. Well, we can get into that. Basically, for me, I like to make sure I'm going with the draft at least, consistency, okay? I don't want to get too cute, at least not with my starting players. You got to think, it's a redraft league. This isn't a dynasty league. You don't got to shoot for young guys. You don't got to shoot for particular, whatever your strategy is. This is a redraft league, but a different kind of redraft league. So you want to kind of take that redraft approach, right? So I definitely suggest that. And I always kind of look at, like, what do the schedules look like? Okay, if you're trying to pick between a couple of guys, those first few weeks of the schedule could be very important. 
Because really, if you can pick the right guys and just get yourself a good amount of points those first few weeks, you're going to be in good shape. Because that's what you need to do. Try and get yourself ahead. Get towards the top of the board those first few weeks. And if you can do that, then all you got to do is maintain, baby. Throw a little bit of cash, a little bit of fab here and there to grab a good player. But that's really, really important. You got to look at it and say, "Mm, I need to make sure I'm starting out great. Because you got to think, as these teams, I don't know if I mentioned it, as the teams get eliminated from the list, their players go into the free agency pool. Okay? So, since I did a terrible job of not explaining the full rules before getting into strategy. No! <laughs> I know, I know. It's just fucking you ridiculous. You suck, you jackass. <laughs> Ooh, boy. Well, I think I was about to get lost again. Man, I should have gotten more sleep. That's all there is to it. <laughs> Sorry, you're going to have these pods from me occasionally where I don't get enough sleep and then I'm smoking a little bit and then I'm podding and I'm like, oh, my brain is not working 100%, right? Because it's the combination of, well, probably a million different things. But, <laughs> uh, so we'll, we'll, let's redo the rules. 17 weeks, 17 teams. Total points. Every week, team with the least amount of points is eliminated. His players going into the free agent pool. And it continues on and on and on and on until week 17 when there is but one, one team left standing. Which last year in my league for me was not me, unfortunately. I was the second guy. But anyway, yes, so that is the essence of the league. And this is exactly why when I'm talking strategy, I'm saying I want to make sure I'm drafting guys that are going to kill it for me those first few weeks, okay? If you're looking at wide receivers, what what teams do they play? What cornerbacks are they going up against? Just the first few weeks. This isn't something, and because I'm not someone who relies a lot on matchups because defensive players get hurt, defensive players have bad games, defenses change from year to year. Like, there's so much that changes with defense, Okay, so you got to take that into account. But with something like the guillotine league, you got to use the information that you have and you got to say, hey, if uh, I've got player X going against, um, oh, I don't know, Stefan Gilmore and then Jalen Ramsey, maybe you go with the guy who's not going against those two guys in the first two weeks. If I'm saying if you're debating between two people. Because this is really where you can get ahead in the guillotine league. Like, I would love me some Dalvin Cook and redraft leagues this year. You know why I didn't take them in my first guillotine league? Or my second, to be honest. I didn't take them in either ones this draft. And I had the chance. I could have. You know why I didn't? I actually went Miles Sanders over Dalvin Cook. Now, why did I do that? Partly. We don't know what's going to happen with the holdout. Now, it doesn't look like Dalvin Cook's going to hold out, but you still never know. And on top of that, on top of that, Dalvin Cook's schedule to begin the year, a little tough, a little tough. And I'll be honest, 
now that I think about it. I didn't even check my <laughs> I just had remembered from my first guillotine league draft that, ooh, yeah, Donovan Cook's got a, if I remember right, a rough first few weeks because that's why I went, I think, who the hell did I go in the first? I don't even remember. But just to give you an idea, I guess, let's go ahead and do that. I will tell you exactly how I went about my first guillotine league draft. So, here we go. My squad, Aaron Rodgers, Zeke Elliott, James Conner, Darius Geis, Allen Robinson, Adam Thielen, Denzel Mims, TJ Hawkinson. And then on my bench, I have Tony Pollard because I want to make sure with Zeke, he's going to be a stud for me all year. But if he gets hurt, I wanted to have that Tony Pollard. See, I'm not someone who's big on handcuffs, right? I mean, in Dynasty. And you know me, that's mainly my thing is Dynasty. I love Dynasty leagues, but... To me, redraft is different. This is a one-year thing. Yeah, you can get guys off the waiver wire and shit like that, shit like that. But when it comes down to it, this is a one-year thing. You got to do what you can to win. And in that scenario, if I've got one of those top stud running backs, I prefer to have his handcuff. Just saying. So that's why I got Tony Pollard. I got grab me some Travis Homer, Damian Harris, Joshua Kelly. All guys you know I dig. Jalen Hurd, LaVisca Chenault, and Brian Edwards. I wasn't worried about tight end. I'll get another one. I'll get another one. I got time. I got time. Although I only got a few weeks because uh, Hawkinson's <laughs> bye week is in week five. But see, this is basically what I did. I went Zeke first, and then I had to wait till it came all the way back around. And that's when I went... Allen Robinson, and Adam Thielen, okay? And then I don't think it was too much after that. I went Geis, Rogers, Hawk. But I tried to make sure, bam, Aaron Rodgers, he should come out on fire. He's a little bit miffed about, and you know me, I like the scrambling quarterbacks, and Aaron Rodgers still does that. It's not dynasty. Aaron Rodgers is still alive and well, <laughs> and I think he's going to be pissed off next year. So I like that pick. Zeke. Boom. Enough said. James Conner. Everybody's down on him, but I tell you what. He's at least going to begin the year as the main guy. Now, he may get hurt. He may get his job taken. But he's going to be the main guy to begin the year, which is exactly why I took him. Darius Geis. Well, in my opinion, if people think he's really not going to lead that backfield this year, they're crazy. They're crazy. <laughs> and then... Denzel Mims I picked up later on because I just think he's going to be the stud of the receiver pack this year. This year. Just based on target volume alone. Because I do think Sam Darnold is just going to fall in love with this kid and use the crap out of him. So that's what I got with that. And then on the bench, I had to go upside because that's what you get your solid core. And you know me. This is what I even say in Dynasty Leagues. Get your solid core, your starters, get that core that you're really comfortable with, and then start shooting fucking upside, right? So that's what I did. Travis Homer could potentially end up being the Seahawks run. I know people laugh at that shit, but he's a talented back, Travis Homer. And he's what? Got old-ass Carlos Hyde in front of him? And Chris Carson, who, well, if they were that impressed with, they wouldn't have drafted Penny, and they wouldn't have... Uh, you know, sign Carlos Hyde. I've been thinking about signing Devontae Freeman and blah, 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 blah. 
brought Marshawn Lynch back in last year. I don't think they're all that confident in Chris Carson. And I do think they like to have a few different backs. There's no more C.J. Procise. So if Carson struggles again, gets hurt, Rashad Penny's on the pup list, what are you going to have? Carlos Hyde, Travis Homer? I know not everybody, but some people are excited about D.J. Dallas. But Travis Homer is a talented dude. Watch out. And then I got Damian Harris, Joshua Kelly. Again, upside. Damian Harris, maybe he's a starter in New England. Joshua Kelly should have a role right off the bat based on the different kind of back he is than Eckler and Jackson. Jalen Hurd, very well, could earn that third receiver role. LaVisca Chenault, they're going to find ways to use him right away. And Brian Edwards, rookie out of Oakland, who could end up being their number one. You never know. So, upside. Because I can replace those guys on my bench that I've pegged for upside if they don't produce. Those are the guys I can dump to pick up other guys. Guys from fallen teams. So that's the way I started this one. Now, on guillotineleagues.com, as I said, we are in the uh, fifth round. Fifth round. Oh no, we're still in the fourth round. Holy shite. I still have 19 picks left. We're nearing the end of the fourth. Get ready to go in the fifth. Okay, there we go. And so far, so good for me. I think I've got Darius Geis, Miles Sanders, Chris Godwin, and DJ Chark. And I'm pretty happy with it. Now, instead of DJ Chark, I was going to go quarterback. And I didn't. Because I'm just thinking it's like redraft. And the more I thought about it, I was like, man... I probably should have gone because I do think Guillotine League is one where you might want to have one of those better ones. But again, Aaron Rodgers could still be out there. Or he is, but he could still be out there later on. I still got some options. Not one of those top guys like I was hoping, but I've still got some options. And really, again, I just need to find the right guy to get me through the first few weeks. And then I'm, you know, oh, yeah. So I was a little disappointed I didn't go after a quarterback because they started popping off (laughs) right after I picked DJ Chark. But that's okay. That's okay. I always maintain a certain level of confidence in my drafting ability. (laughs) But yes, so guillotineleagues.com. Check it out. It's a fucking awesome app so far. Really digging it. And yeah. Plus, it's fucking guillotine leagues. I'm telling you, if you have not done one yet, you need to go out and do one. And it's going to be tough because there's 16 other people. It's not a 12-team league, not a 14. No, 17 teams. The draft's going to be hard. And again, you're really going to want to nail the draft because you really got to make sure you get through those first few fucking weeks. Work your way up the leaderboard without spending an overabundance of your fab. So again, Guillotine League. GuillotineLeagues.com Thanks to the man Paul Charchin for creating this shit and for giving me another reason to talk about Guillotine Leagues. Because like I said, I love fucking love me some Guillotine Leagues. I really, really do. But anyway. That's that. That's enough. I'm, I'm. I'll back off the guillotine league chatter. We'll call it good for now. We'll call it good for now. 
And we're going to pause real quick. And then we'll come back. And we'll wrap shit up, close up shop. You know how we do. All right. We'll be back. Game over, man. Game over. (laughs) That is right. We've come to the end of the pod. That's right. Time to... Time to close up shop, if you will. Oh, though, before I get into that, we were talking about my drafts, and I realized I've got a couple other drafts going on right now. I have my, some of you may have heard me speak about my orphan team that I have taken over, and it's really the, the, the core of my frustration with people who take over orphan teams in my leagues and then bitch about them being so bad. It's like you do realize you took over that team knowing it was shit, and you're supposed to improve it. And if it's still shit after two years, then you've done a piss-poor job of improving it. There's one particular guy. He's driving me up a wall. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. So, this orphan team I took over, I talked to... When I first took it over, I shit you not, best players, Andrew Luck, Rex Burkhead. This is the best ones I had. I finally started building my team up a little bit. I'm in the fourth year. The first two years, I had no draft picks. I mean, I did, but I didn't have any first or seconds. So it's a struggle, man, because I didn't have much of a way to get talented players. Now, lucky, luckily, I hit on guys like Marlon Mack and Aaron Jones, who have been helpful. And then finally, I got some of my draft picks back, and I've been getting some guys. And I've actually got... A pretty decent squad now. Okay? It's it's not too bad at all. I got, well, I have no quarterback worth of shit. Nick Foles, Jacoby Brissett, that's a long story. Well, and of course it started with Andrew Luck retiring. (laughs) But I do have Aaron Jones, Miles Sanders. I drafted Jonathan Taylor this year. And get this, um, the fourth pick, Jonathan Taylor fell to me at four. Four. It's crazy. Joe Burrow went one for some reason. Oh, because dude took over an orphan team and he didn't have a quarterback. So he felt like he had to take Burrow. Because this is a 16-teamer IDP league. So it's tough if you don't got a QB, man, because there ain't shit out there. And, and then Clyde Edwards-Hilaire went. And then another running back... I believe it was either Akers or Dobbins. They went, and then I took Jonathan Taylor. Sweet. So I got Jonathan Taylor, Miles Sanders, Aaron Jones, and, of course, Marlon Mack. I have Kenny Galladay, Debo Samuel, T.Y. Hilton, Hunter Henry. I'm not going to get into the defensive players, (laughs) but I got some decent ones. I also drafted Antonio Gibson this year, Len LaVisca Chenault. I also got Irv Smith and Ian Thomas. For my other tight ends. So I've got, I've got a nice little squad building up. I need a quarterback. But other than that, you know, it's taking some time. It's been hard without draft picks. But this is part of having a fucking orphan team. It's, sorry. Just had to vent. It's just this one guy. I don't know how many times he's talked about how his team sucks. It's like, dude, it's an orphan team. <laughs> like, you took the shit over. You know it sucks. You knew it sucked then. You know it sucks now. <laughs> we know it sucks. We thanked you for taking it over. We gave you a free year for taking over a shitty team. And yet you're still here bitching. (sighs) 
I also joined another Superflex with some fantasy fellas on Twitter. And I'm also pretty happy with how this one's going. It's a Superflex 12-teamer. So, you know, kind of like most of the other shits I've been doing. Every draft I've done, actually, except for this IDP one that I'm doing now. Every other one's been Superflex or Guillotine. So... So I'm becoming very familiar with my strategy. But I got the 11th pick, which is funny, because that's what I got in the last Superflex I did. (laughs) And this is how I started out. I went to Sean Watson. Because again, I was sitting there at the end of the first, and I'm like, I do not want the receivers here. I do not want the running backs here. I'll just wait. So... I took Deshaun Watson. I let the dude behind me get his back-to-back picks in, and then I came back around and took Jonathan Taylor. My next two picks, I went A.J. Brown, C.D. Lamb. If you can't tell, I'm going young, but I still feel like I can compete because I always feel that way. I always feel like I can shoot young and still compete. You just got to get the right young guys. Easier said than done, admittedly. But I like the way I've started out this Superflex League. I, I really do. Because I've, I've become a firm believer in, eh, when it comes to Superflex, you got to get one of those top guys. You got to. I kind of in, even like to in any other kind of type of league, even a regular dynasty. But in Superflex especially, got to get one of those top ones. If you really want to have a chance. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's my opinion. But that's kind of what I've come to find. And in this super flex lead, if you can't tell, I'm not going with the modified zero RB. I mean, I guess I am. (laughs) Because I went first four rounds with only one back. So I guess I did it again. I was trying to go a little bit different strategy in this one. But it's just played out how it's played out. What are you going to do? Anyway, anyway, anyway. Let's go ahead and close up the shop. Don't forget, this weekend, check out that Neowise Comet. It should be higher in the sky, off in the, I believe it's the northwest. It's where is where you're gonna be able to you're gonna be able to see it. It's been fucking man, cloudy as shit here in the Denver, Colorado area the past uh, few days. So I haven't got to do a whole lot of fucking sky searching with my new telescope. I swear I've had this thing for like three weeks. I've got to bust it out twice. It's been cloudy as shit lately. I don't know what's going on. It's the weather just taking shit out on me personally. <laughs> right. Anyway. Anyway. Do not forget. Do not forget to check out guillotineleagues.com. A big thank you to Mr. Paul Charchin for setting that shit up. I'm having a blast so far. If you're doing any drafts yourself this weekend, yourselves this weekend, excuse me, then good luck. Very much good luck. Hope you can take anything I've said and use it to help you better your team or to better your draft strategy, whatever it may be. And I do have Patreon coming. I've got it set up. I know it's taking longer than I thought, but I'm kind of, I've, I finally got in touch with somebody about doing a logo for me. So we're going to get this logo going and then I'll actually have some visuals of what's going to be on t-shirts and hats and shit like that. So once we get to that point, I'll launch a little Patreon shit and I'll start announcing it so we can get so we can get some shit going on there. Cause that's what we need to do. 
That's what we need to do. We need to keep Ryan from going back to the kitchen so he can continue to talk fantasy football and write fantasy football. And then, of course, check out his other, his, his, my other, <laughs> other podcast, Miscellaneous Debris, where you can hear more of my thoughts on, uh, you know, COVID, the president, the Trumpers, everything going on right now, the craziness in eh, the world, but a lot in this country. So if you want to hear more of my thoughts on that, please check out Miscellaneous Debris. And you can find all my all my podcast stuffs on Twitter. You can find it on Apple Podcasts. You can find it on Spotify. So go ahead. Scope it all out. Of course, if you're listening to this, then it shouldn't be too hard to find Miscellaneous Debris at all. So, I feel like it's been a bit of a marathon. I felt like I've talked faster in this episode than I normally do. But, uh... Hey, what are you going to do? <sighs> and I really haven't had shit for caffeine, so that's weird. Reminds me of a great Pete Holmes joke. I don't run on coffee. I run on anxiety. Or I don't drink coffee. I run on anxiety. That's it. It would have been better if I hadn't fucked it. <laughs> hey, it's one of those pods. If you've been listening for a minute, you know I have those occasionally. Where I just try. For all I know, it's everyone. <laughs> I'll have a good enough memory to remember. Anyway, anyway, I hope everybody has a great weekend. Good luck if you're drafting. Check out guillotineleagues.com. And as always, stay safe, stay vigilant, stay mad. Ta-ta for now. Laters. (laughs)